Welcome to Red Talks on Gardner-Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. I'm Katherine Manning, and in the studio with me today is Gardner-Webb senior Gabby Cortez. Gabby runs for Gardner-Webb's women's cross-country team and was recently named the 2017 Big South Conference Scholar-Athlete of the Year. Gabby, thanks so much for being here today. No, thank you for having me. Of course. So how did you first get into running? Ooh, I'd have to go all the way back to when I first moved to Georgia when I was in fifth grade. I was very much of a soccer kid, um, but the school that I ended up going to when I moved didn't have soccer. So I got into track instead. It's kind of the next best option. Um, but I didn't actually start distance running until my really my junior year, end of my sophomore year, um, because I was too intimidated to start distance running for the in high school. And so I tried sprinting, not a very good idea, um, was mediocre at best. Um, just definitely was not where my niche was and where my talent lied. Um, but I had a good distance coach that just really encouraged me. And I started kind of running on my own. I still remember the first day I convinced my sister, one of my sisters, uh, she's a throw, she was a thrower at the time. So not a runner at all. Um, I was like, we just need to go run a mile. See if we can run a mile. Like we think we're in shape to an extent we can go totally run a mile um we about died it was <laughs> oh gosh it was i still remember the day like just trying to get to that mile mark and we were just like whoo <laughs> like it got us um and then we made the mistake of running a mile out so you had to come the mile back uh-huh. <laughs> um so that was that was kind of the start and i just like i don't know pushing myself to be better and to like start getting the mileage up I just really fell in love with just running and how it was a lot of individual, it was an individual sport that you could see really improvements if you pushed yourself um, and you worked at it. Um, And so I started just running on my own and I ended up, before I started my junior year, I was running an average of five to seven miles a day um, and just loved it. Just loved the idea of going out for a run and kind of having that stress relief. Um, So that was like the really big start of it. Um, And then I started distance track my junior year and my distance coach was like you could totally make it to state like you have the ability to do it wow um and i ended up fifth in my region for the two mile which is what i was going to go to state for but only the top four go oh (laughs) so it it gave me a little bit competitive drive after that um and i really just realized that like you know this is something i love to do and i want to get better at um so my senior year I actually started cross country. That was my first year that I'd ever done cross country was my senior year. And um, because I had played volleyball before and I loved volleyball. And so making that choice of choosing cross country over volleyball was kind of tough at the time, just because that was something I was, I had done since I was in seventh grade. So, and I had made some really good friendships with the, with that team and then kind of flipping flopping to another team was definitely a big transition. But I just felt like if I wanted to do this like long-term, I was like cross country was going to be definitely beneficial. Um, and I ended up leading the team. We went to state in cross country and I ended up seventh overall, which was a big, which was a big deal for me, especially considering it was my first year. Right. Um, so I'd come a long way. And then transitioning into track, like I, I worked with my distance coach and he always told me, he was like, if you're willing to work hard, I'm willing to work with you. Mm-hmm. So he kind of took a gamble on me a little bit, but he just really helped me find my talent for running. And I think that also helped me just love my, running more mm-hmm. because I felt like I was doing something that was like 
working with my strengths and like making me feel as if I was, I was important and I mattered and stuff like that. So, um, I ended my senior year, uh, finishing at competing at state for the first time. So that was pretty awesome. And, um, uh, being seventh in the two mile and eighth in the mile. So that was a really big deal. And this was your first time this doing was, cross country. Yeah. So it was my first first year ever doing cross country, and that really set up a lot for what I would uh, be here at Garner Webb. So it mm-hmm. was a it's been a crazy journey. Yeah. And even <laughs> just getting into Garner Webb was a, kind of a crazy journey, but it's it's been a good one, especially with running at the forefront of that. So yeah. Well, and it's important to find something that you love if you yes. love it. You know, oh, if you're yes. passionate about it, then you're most likely going to do well at it. Yes. So. And it's just, it's easier to find that motivation to keep moving forward, especially when you start seeing improvements and you, you want to do better. Right. So, so you mentioned that there was kind of a crazy story um, for how you got to Gardner-Webb. Yes. Talk about that a little bit. Um, okay. So I had never heard of Gardner-Webb um, before <laughs> at all, which, um, and I was, when I started looking for colleges, I was like, I know I want to go to like a semi-small school because I had grown up, my high school's 15 minutes from the University of Georgia and that's got 20, 30,000 plus people that are there. And it is a very big college town, which is cool for the atmosphere. But I was like, for learning and for academics, I was like, eh, I, I didn't see myself in that, in that, um, area, that, environment. that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And so... I, it was actually came up on like a random Google search of like small <laughs> colleges in the, in the Southeast. Cause I knew I didn't want to go too far cause my family lives in Georgia. So, uh, I didn't want to go that far, but I really felt like the Lord was calling me out of state. I had looked at colleges in Georgia. Most of them were pretty large and I just didn't feel as if I like belonged in most of them. And so Garner Webb's like an hour from where my grandparents live. And so my dad was like, let's just drive through. I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> and there was just something about it when we just drove through. We didn't even get out of the car the first time I saw it. And I was just like, it's just, there's an interest. There was something that intrigued me that wanted me to be like, let's, let's see if I tour at this. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, let's look at this. Um, I am the, actually, to back up, I am actually the first of, and currently the only one of my siblings to actually go out of state to college and actually to go to a different college. I have four older siblings that went to the same college. So wow. <laughs> just this transition for like me being um, one of the, yeah, the first of my family to do this is it was a very big it was a very big step right? Uh, for sure. There was definitely a level of discomfort or mm-hmm. like uncertainty of like, I'm going off, I'm actually going off to college and not, because my dad actually worked at a small college in Georgia at the time where my siblings went. And so they got like free tuition and they've got, most of them lived at home during the time so that you wouldn't have to pay for room board. So it was a very big decision to come here. Mm-hmm. That's one of the private. So you don't really have in or out of state tuition, but then also it's a little bit more expensive than most. And so um, to come here and to like, not like not choose that free tuition thing, but not necessarily take that. And like knowing this was going to be a financial burden on my family. So that was a big, kind of a big factor in choosing colleges to begin with. But I remember my first tour of Gardner Webb was, I believe it was a school break because it was pretty dead, but it was also very (laughs) muggy and like, it was kind of cold, but kind of just dreary day. Uh And like people compliment like Gardner Webb is such a beautiful canvas at that time. Like it was still pretty, but it was definitely not what I, I now know is really beautiful. Right. So it wasn't like the show off kind of day for Gardner Webb, but there was this, this home feeling 
this feeling of like security and safety and then the community of people like that I met and that I saw I just was like this is where I'm supposed to be Mm -hmm. like there was just a place of like peace and clarity of like this is definitely where I'm supposed to be and I actually ended up meeting that day I met coach Baker which is the head cross country and track coach and probably the most awkward meeting of my life that I've ever had (laughs) with someone um but the weird thing is like I didn't really mind it my mom pretty much dominated the uh the meeting (laughs) just talking because it was both of us both me and coach Baker were just these kind of short answers short questions right and just kind of awkward silences because we didn't really know like I didn't know if I was even good enough to be in a D1 level Uh and at the time he had never replied to any of my emails or anything because I was just like what what constitutes a D1 athlete like what do you look for like here are my times am I even in ballpark like I didn't even know um I didn't even know and he like never responded and (laughs) I was like um okay maybe I'm just not good enough and I was like that's fine but um but it was uh an interesting meeting to say the least but I found out later that all my emails had gone to his spam so he never saw them (laughs) so um but after that I was just like I really got a sense that coach Baker cared for his athletes uh beyond just their athletics um and I kind of left that meeting he told me he's like we're thinking about scholarships but I'm not going to talk money I'm not going to talk numbers nothing He's like, because I want you to find Gardner Webb, that it is the place for you academically, because I mean, worst case scenario, something happens and you don't get to run or something, you know, whatever, whatever happens, that you are at Gardner Webb for its academics and for its atmosphere more so than its athletics. And I think that really stuck with me because mm-hmm. I really started to look at uh, at Gardner Webb's for its academics and what it offered me as a student more so than as an athlete. Um, and I just really fell in love with its academics. I looked a lot of its health sciences because I knew I wanted to go in the medical field and just different courses that they offered and the different majors that they offered. Um, and I just really kind of fell in love with a lot of that. And I think that really made my decision because I'm like, I'm here at Gardner Webb because of its academics and because of the atmosphere that it has, that it's a place where I can grow um, in all aspects of life. But then also like the added bonus of having athletics is great, but it wasn't the sole purpose. Right. So. Right. And that's important to look at. I think a lot of people kind of focus in on one thing, whether mm-hmm. it is academics or athletics, but they kind of narrow in on one thing. So it's important mm-hmm. to look at kind of the well-roundedness yes. of a college. Yes. So, yes. yeah. So um, how has it been being a part of the Gardner-Webb cross-country team? Like, what are the dynamics between you and the coaches, you and your teammates? Oh, it's been a blast. Um, We kind of consider ourselves like a small little family uh, just because we come in to school a week before everyone else does. Mm -hmm. And then we're with each other all year long because we're three season athletes. So we do cross country, indoor track and outdoor track. And then our outdoor track uh, as of the last two years has been after exams. So we've kind of, we kind of like all year long and it's really neat because we get to see each other kind of at our lowest because like you got it you get the sleep deprived those early morning practices or you just get frustrated because the school is stressful or life is stressful and just different things happening and then but you also get to share in people's triumphs and their achievements whether it be a good race or whether it be like hey you aced a test or hey I mean something awesome happened in your life or something like those like kind of great moments you get to share in those 
And so having those connections with some, some people that are just so close to you mm-hmm. that you pretty much see every day um, is pretty it's made the whole college experience honestly a whole lot more than I could have imagined and definitely put like a cherry on top of all of it. Um, but the dynamics are really interesting because, um, like I said before, like coach Baker is not a very like hard coach necessarily. Um, like he rarely ever, it's hard to see him angry, Mm -hmm. um, which goes back to like how he cares for his athletes and you're, we run because like we want to do well for him. It's right. more of like a respect. Um, and he really cares like how we're doing. There's some days like he can see if we're struggling in practice and he'll like, he'll cut it short or he'll be like, Hey, we're going to take a rest day or Hey, you're going to bike instead of run just to get something different. Or, um, like this past week after conference has been kind of a recovery week and he's like, whatever you need to do to recover, do it. Um, if that means, you know, going slow on some of your runs then go slow. If that means, you know, going less mileage, then go less. Um, and so it's, it's like more of a, like a respect kind of with the, with coach Baker. Um, but it's always interesting. He has kind of the greatest dad jokes ever. Um, <laughs> very, very good. Uh, it's hard to top, but <laughs> But it's been, it's been a, it's almost like he's like your, your dad away from home almost. Cause he really does care like who you are, but also he cares for, like we talk about all the time, all about academics as well. Like how are you doing in classes and you know, is there anything I can help, help with and stuff. And then he's big on goal oriented, being mm-hmm. goal oriented. So we have meetings before and after every season, um, about evaluating goals, whether it be from last season uh, like goals from last season and then also goals going forward. So he's like, okay, this is where you're at. This is where we, we can do it. Like we can be. And so I think with that is also showing like he, he sees the potential in us to work harder and to be better. And so it's easy for, it's easier for us to like come into practice and be like, okay, I know I can hit that because coach Baker thinks I can too. So having that extra support system is pretty, uh, pretty vital and pretty important. So. Right. And I think, you know, running, is a very individualistic sport yes and so to have someone who respects you enough to where um he thinks you can set your own goals mm-hmm. is really important mm-hmm. and kind of supports you in that oh yeah so. yes it's definitely been a it's a good ride with with all the team and the um and the coaches have been all really supportive and that's really what makes like honestly a cross country one of the one of a fun sport to do just because like you have that support system and they understand the struggle, but they also, um, can be there to support you. Right. And yeah. And kind of push you to yeah. be better. And yes. And coach Baker definitely knows the struggle. Cause I didn't know this before I came here, but he has a very well, like a very well rounded resume and running. Cause he ran professionally for new balance. Um, he graduated from university of Arkansas, which has one of the best track programs in the, in the nation. So, like he knows what he's doing, right? So it's easier to trust him too, and it's like okay, he he's done this long enough, and he's also been a part of it, so it's been um, kind of cool to see him him bring his experience and and instill a lot of that in us. So yeah, that's definitely important. Okay, so you have a 4.0 GPA. You're majoring in exercise science. You've been the top finisher on the women's team for each event this year. How in the world do you stay on top of all of this? How do you balance all of this? There are days I ask myself that question all the time. (laughs) Um, The biggest thing I I tell a lot of people is time management and setting priorities. Um, There are those days that, like, 
I've foregone like going to the movies with friends because I've had to, you know, finish a paper, do a math assignment, whatever, um, or do a lab report or something. Or like I've not, I've foregone doing something that I kind of want to do or fun for doing something for um, work. But I think it comes down to is that I value my academics a lot. Um, Coming from a large family, like I'm one of nine siblings. Um, So and kind of going back to like my whole like college story is like having four older siblings already gone through college, it's already a financial burden on my parents. And so me also going off to college and then going to a private university that's out of state and stuff like that. So like all of that kind of accumulation is also like I have been, this is a great opportunity. It's been a gift that for me to actually come to Garner Webb and to really um, excel here. So like I want to do well. I want to show, kind of give back to my parents or show people like, you know, this is important to me um, personally and um, I don't want to like waste that kind of that gift and that blessing that I've given given uh, so and then just with I mean exercise science like I've really found a major that I love mm-hmm. that I love studying that I love learning more it sounds weird that I love to learn but when I say that but like I really do um, like the things that I that we learn in class and that we up then can apply um, and then I know I want to go into the healthcare field. And so like excelling in my studies now, especially is going to help me later on. Um, but also like, I don't think I've ever heard of somebody that wants a healthcare provider that only did things half-heartedly or right. anything like that. So it's also like, what do I, what can I do for other people? Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to be as involved as possible, but just also like pushing myself and challenging myself, um, to be better, um, and to grow and to learn more and stuff like that. And Garner Webb's really provided an atmosphere for that, which has been awesome. Um, but it's like, I get to study and I get to learn these new things. I mean, there's sometimes like, yeah, you have papers, you have assignments, you have all these things that can be stressful, but on the flip side of that, when you can accomplish that and you can rise to the expectations or exceed those expectations and challenges, like it kind of builds you up and it kind of like, yeah, I totally can do this. Like, yeah. Um, and it kind of motivates you to go farther and to push yourself harder and um, to do better. Um, and most people that know me, I don't like doing things like half-heartedly just because I don't feel like I'm giving my best. Right. Um, or I'm not, you know, fully invested in something that I should be um, because this is important and it is a, an important part of my life and something that I love to do is is to learn. Um, so. Yeah, you're really so. taking advantage of all aspects of your opportunities, which is really important. And I don't think that's something that people always take into consideration, but it's definitely important to look at, you know, all sides of an opportunity. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, not only are you affecting yourself, you're affecting others with the choices you make or the time you put into something. One of my favorite quotes um, is by Steve Prefontaine, and he was a professional runner, um, one of the bigger Nike people and, uh, kind of set the stage for amateurism um but he said to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift so it's kind of goes back to like if I'm not giving my best am I really like paying forward what I've been given so um I don't know I'm big on like motivational quotes and um, <laughs> I love it things. so like that I get to like I put that on my wall and I have read that so I'm like am I really giving my all to something especially something that I value and put an importance to and so so yeah. it kind of motivates me to keep going. Yeah, that's awesome. 
So what was it like um, winning the Big South Scholar Athlete of the Year? Um, Did you have any idea at all that you would be winning this? I had no idea I was going to win the Scholar Athlete of the Year. Um, In past years, it's normally gone to, um, in my case, a female that's really been like a top scorer or like a top racer in the conference. And, uh, And so, like, I was just like... It was an honor just to be named all-conference, and I'd have, I've been named all-conference since my sophomore year. So my sophomore, junior, and senior year, I was named all-conference, um, which I was already, like, that was already a big honor for me. Um, but I had no idea about the scholar-athlete, just because I was, like, I'd always consider myself, like, yes, I was, I have been improving and doing, doing well um, in conference, but definitely not in those, like, top 10, top 15 kind of spots um, that usually... That's usually where the the award goes to, um, but to have the to have the honor to have it to get it was definitely a shock. And actually, funny story, I almost missed the award <laughs> because we kind of after the race we kind of we didn't like we were talking to like my family and um, different uh, families from my teammates and stuff, um, and so we were supposed to go on like a small cool down just to kind of shake out our legs after the race. Well, we had like eight minutes to do it before they were going to start the awards. And we're like, okay, we'll just run around the parking lot. So we're like running around the parking lot and then we hear them talking. I'm like, okay, so we need to go back. So we go back and all I hear is, Gabby, go up and get your award. And I'm like, (laughs) and all I heard was some other girl's name being called. And I was like, that is not me. Like, I can't go up there. And they're like, no, they already called your name. And I was like, oh no. (laughs) I was like, okay, Uh, this is just for the all conference team. And I was like, okay, so I like awkwardly stand, go up there. Um, like randomly after this other girl's name is called and I'm like, Oh, I kind of feel like just, I just felt like out of place. And so when they announced all of us, I was like, okay, I'm going to walk away. Cause it's just, I still felt kind of awkward standing up there. Um, and I was literally about to like, I was like walking away when they were announcing it about the scholar athlete. Cause I'm, I'm expecting it to go to another top scorer. Um, because all the girls that were with me are all, you know, really good academics, strong academics. So, um, I was thinking they've got to definitely be, um, and there's a few of them that definitely raced better than I did that day, especially. Um, so I was like walking away. And then when they said Gardner Webb, you know, Gabrielle Cortez, and I just like kind of was like dumbfounded a little bit. And I was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) kind of questioned it for a second. And I was just like, I just was taken aback because I think that's an awesome honor to do. And from what I've been told and read, um, I am the first female cross-country runner to receive that for Gardner Webb. Oh, wow. So um, it was a big, that was a big honor um, just to hold that definitely. title. So I'm definitely very proud of it. Um, and yeah. it kind of just goes back to like my, and just thinking about where I came from and just being, I still consider myself fairly new to cross-country, even though I've, this will be my fifth year um, doing it. So just because most people have done it years and years beforehand. Right. So just to see where you've, uh, where I've come and then having that kind of be that pinnacle of my senior year for cross country was definitely, um, was definitely a very memorable moment. Right. So like, um, it's not necessarily like one person from each school is chosen. It's just, you know, like a top percentage of people are chosen for this award. There it's one, the coaches nominate one athlete, male and female from each school, in the Big South Conference, so all academic ke- all ac- all academic team will be uh, one 
one girl from each of the uh, Big South institutions. Okay. Um, and then from those, I think there's 10 schools right now for girls. Um, and from those is the scholar athlete chosen. Okay. Chosen. So, and wow. that is voted on by like the Big South board. Um, so. So you had a board vote for you. Yeah, so that's so. pretty cool. It was pretty cool. <laughs> So one of your um, fellow cross-country teammates, Keaton Poole, actually also won the award for the men's team. So what was it like being able to share this honor with him? Um, Well, first off, it was just awesome to kind of celebrate in that award with him. And also the fact that I, like, I sort of felt the same way as he did, like understanding, like, how, like, that's a big accomplishment. And he's also a senior. So kind of just both of us having that award um, to kind of round out our senior year and cross um, was definitely like a very cool experience. And I could really share in that and relate to him in that experience. Um, And then just to kind of to represent Gardner-Webb in that way was just really cool that we both were from Gardner-Webb and both got Scholar Athlete of the Year. Like that was just um, kind of perfect. Right. Um, and just to see, like, just to see how much Gardner Webb does care both about academics and athletics, it was it was really cool to represent Gardner Webb in that way. So, really was, great way to round out your senior year. Oh too. yes, yes, definitely. Awesome. So I know that your parents actually got to see you run in this conference and see you win this award. Um, so what did that mean to you to have them there? They actually surprised me. I didn't have no, I didn't have any idea that they were coming. One, because Lynchburg is about a seven hour drive from my house. Um, so I, I didn't expect them to take that long of a trip just for something, um, just for a race because in like the past seasons, like they'll only go to certain races that are closer, which is understandable because that's a lot of driving. Right. Um, and like I have like other younger brothers at home, so I didn't expect them. And uh, when I saw them, I saw them like right before the race, um, and I was just taken aback. And I kind of was like, I was like, just a reaffirmer, reaffirming like just how much they loved me and like all the sacrifices they had made to get me to that point was definitely like really kind of uplifting and um, I don't know, just made me feel like so loved and so so important at the time. And then when I got the award, it kind of just made it even better that they could share that with me Mm -hmm. Um, instead of me, like, text. Because normally I text my dad or my mom, like, right after the race, tell them how I did because they're always, like, kind of wondering. Mm -hmm. And and so instead of having, like, text them and kind of being, like, almost not not impersonal, but, like, not having that, like, really kind of bond and emotional kind of. That face-to-face. Yeah, face-to-face kind of interaction. So just to share that with them was definitely um, a memorable experience, and it was. I don't know, it just made the day so perfect. So, mm-hmm. And it was just such a double surprise. Yes. You know, you win the award yes. and your family yes. surprises you. So that's yes. really awesome. Yes. So and where um, do you see yourself after graduating from college? Do you think you'll continue running? Will you do it professionally? Will you do it for fun? Um, I've always done running for fun. Um, I think that's one thing that sometimes, like, uh, I have to come back to sometimes when I have bad races and stuff that I do this. I do this for, for me and for fun as a mm-hmm. stress relief, as a time that I can just, you know, whatever's happening, like struggles, I can kind of clear my head and just go for a run. And even if it's just, you know, for a short time, it brings a new perspective. And um, so I think I definitely will continue it for sure. Professionally, probably not. <laughs> um, that would be awesome if I could. But um, I definitely 
would love to do a few like half marathons and I love the local charity 5Ks, 10K stuff like that. So I definitely would love to be involved in those. I don't know how much like competitive training I'll do. Um, I'd like to try to keep it up, but it's, that's going to be kind of um, hard because postgraduate plans currently are um, to go to doctor of osteopathic medicine um, to pursue a career in that. And um, that's like a four-year medical school. So mm-hmm. it'll be a little bit tough yeah. <laughs> um, to try to uh, wiggle that around. But I definitely would love to try to keep just running for fun, even if it means, you know, shorter runs or just like fitting them in in different times or whatever. But I definitely would keep that a part of my life, just of all the, the principles and just like um, everything that's in, it's instilled in me since I've started. So it's mm-hmm. definitely been a – it's become definitely a part of my life that I've place a priority on so it's definitely something I will continue for sure that's awesome and going into osteopathic medicine too you will have seen it from both sides you'll see it from the medical side and then also you're an athlete so that'll be really a really neat perspective to have if you could go for a run with anyone this is a hard question (laughs) professional runner mentor celebrity who would it be and why oh goodness (laughs) Um, I have actually probably a few that I would love to pick apart. Um, when I first started running, um, Mary Kane was, she's a little younger than I am, but not too much younger. Um, but she started running like professionally when she was like a teenager. Um, and just kind of seeing how like her work ethic and her drive to, um, to run and to do that and just being that she's like somewhat my age mm-hmm. it was kind of always kind of motivating for me like you know somebody else can do, like somebody else that's my age can do this like there's no reason why like I may not be as good as she is but there's no reason why I can't push myself to or to strive to be like that so she would probably be one of my top ones just because I've I really when I first started running she was one of my big uh, people that I love to follow and to see how she was doing just because she was more like my age um, but then I think another person, which I don't know if I haven't actually asked him, but probably Dr. Hartman at, in the exercise science department. Um, I've actually never gone for a run with him. I've passed him running. Like we've, <laughs> uh, we've passed each other different times and we talk about running all the time, but I've actually never asked him, uh, to go out for a run. Um, yeah, I'd probably use him if I ever wanted a marathon train, he would probably be the person to ask, uh, just cause he's had that experience and, um, has had that training, but he may be a, a good one to, to do, especially before I graduate, just because I've been in exercise science for four years now. So probably, probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dr. Hartman, if you're listening, Gabby would like to go on a run. So <laughs> let's go. make that happen. Well, um, Gabby, before we go, are there any final comments or stories that you have about running? No. I mean, I could sit here and probably tell a million stories about <laughs> cross-country running and just all the things that have happened in my life and all the principles it's, it's, it's instilled. Um, I just think, I guess one big story that comes to mind if I were to close out is just, um, how like running really kind of pushes you to like push past the limits that you put on yourself. Um, one of the reasons why I really started running was just because kind of growing up, I was told that I wasn't going to be good at things or, um, I had other people around me that were better. And so um, running kind of gave me an opportunity to kind of push past my own limits 
um, and really show myself that I was stronger than I thought um, and I could become stronger and better and faster um, kind of on my own um, if I really wanted to work for it. So kind of having those principles um, kind of overflow in other areas of life um, for like just the work, work ethic and anything in that nature um, going forward. Because actually my senior year, 12 days after I graduated, I had a double jaw surgery. And so I was out of running for six weeks. Um, like no running, no nothing. I could barely, I mean, I couldn't even do more than a walk. Um, and so that kind of reevaluated, like was running, like what was, what was my motivation behind running? Was it trying to be, um, you know, the best or, and kind of, um, becoming a priority above other kind of more important things, um, in life, like academics or like anything else. And so that kind of reevaluated my, I kind of had to reevaluate my kind of my motives behind it. And I think I found a deeper love for running because I could, it helped me in all my, in other areas, mm-hmm. kind of like that overflow into work, work ethic and the principles of like just working hard and to really dig, dig deep. And then like, yeah, there's going to be expectations. There's going to be challenges, but you can rise above when you really um, believe in yourself and push yourself to, uh, to be better. Um, so I think it was, it was a little, it's taken me on a very wild journey mm-hmm. since I started. Um, and I don't think that journey's done yet, which is awesome to think about, even though, like, my college cross-country career is over, um, which is also a scary thought. But um, <laughs> but it's definitely been a part of a lot of joys in my life that I wouldn't trade for anything. So mm-hmm. I hope it continues. Yeah. Well, I hope so, too. I can't wait to see where it takes you yeah. next. Well, um, Gabby, I appreciate you taking the time to come in today. Thank you so much for having me. It's of been a blast. Of course. Well, and uh, thank you all for listening to WGWG.org.